Good morning, everyone. We're learning the, this whole month of Sivan, sponsored by Dalia Orlev in memory of her, uh, her sister, John Feder, Chana Bat Shmuel HaLevi and Sarah, Miriam and Yossi Sass and Leilu Nishmas, Miriam's Abba, Pinchas Menachem and Abram David, marking his first Yorzeit on Yudbei Sivan, Ira Brown, in honor of his 50th birthday. The daily sponsor for today is by Batya and David Rich in memory of Batya's Abba, Chaim Ben David Akoin, and the week is sponsored by Mindy's Mindy Barad's Abba, uh, in, in memory of Mindy Barad's Abba, Mary Yeshua ben Asher Anshel Cohen. We're also going to learn for the Rufu Shlem of Tinok Ben. Ben uh, Shira Golda. Shira Golda. We should hear, good, we should hear, we should hear good news. Amen. Okay, we're still in the, what the PSS Nerev has been doing with us. He's taken us into the behind the scenes of a bunch of details the Torah didn't say about what probably happened during, Yitzhi, during Avdut Mitzrayim, in order for us to really understand what Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was all about. And there are many different reasons why the Rebbe is doing this for us, but one of the main ones is that the Rebbe is always trying to use, push us to use the fa- different faculties of our brain, of stimuli, visualization, imagery, to enliven the whole picture of how we're learning Torah, to give chiyus to the way that we're learning so when we put in these different pieces of information that perhaps we don't think about because we just read Pshat and we learn and we move forward, it fills in the picture tremendously. Now, one of the amazing things is, is that you can do this with anything. For instance, if we really do what we just said right now about benching, you have a different benching. If you take Moshe, Yeshua, David HaMelech, and Shlomo HaMelech with you on a journey every time you bench, you can't check WhatsApp while you're benching. You understand? <laughs> like you, can't, you can't do it. You're, you're with it. And the words are pulling you. They, they do something to you. So you know, the, the P.S. Setzner is doing this with, with, regarding everything. But with the Yetzirah Mitzrayim, there's so many pieces to this puzzle that we've seen. Um, for me, personally, it's changed every single time I've been with the words of... of uh, it's been a different feeling. So we're going to go even more here with the words of the hey, with the words of the P.S. Etzner. Perek Zayin, we are we are um, we are undaf pehe. So the last thing we learned is that while in the midst of all this all this garbage of all this tsarot and, and all these all these things that aren't adding up of their pain that they're going through and all the Yisurim and Egyptians torturing the daylights out of them, here come Moshe and Aaron and say, hey, Hashem says so and so. So look at this. He's saying now, let's look at the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim from the child's, a child's eye, from a child's heart. What did a child say? Okay. You see where we are? Pei, the, 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 the paragraph that starts, V'yesh Asher, yeah. V'yesh Asher b'fachad yish'al yelitamim. Now imagine a, a, a simple, pure, innocent child is asking his father, his mother, Avi, imi, ech ze netze, v'anoges yake otanu. What are you talking about we're going to get out of here? There's an Egyptian waiting outside with a, with a whip. You know, it reminds me of my grandmother, one of the, one of the biggest plime of, of how she got out of the Holocaust and how she jumped off the train was that even though she jumped off the train, you know, they had Germans standing on top of the trains as well that would shoot anyone that would try to leave. Mm-hmm. So I always think about that imagery for a second of like, even, that you, even, even if you jump, even if you say, 
I'm, I'm, I'm going for freedom, there's still a German standing on top of there waiting for you. So the same thing here with the Egypt. The kid says, okay, I hear Moshe, and I don't say this is going to happen, but... Remember Abba, when you were just like negligent in, in, in standing up fast enough, remember when you were like so weak from working, how the Russia would like whip you when you took your time getting back up. You were sick for weeks after those whips. How many nights did you cry in pain from because of your afflictions? I'm scared. And his father would get angry and say, You think the Egyptian can do anything to us when it's Hashem's Ratzon right now that it's time for our Geula? There's nothing on us. And the Timur's Dika kid was crying and he continues to ask, and how could it be that Hashem has taken his time and hasn't redeemed us until now? You know, it's a good uh, back in the, I don't know how old this kid is, but. Abba, do you remember how the Rishayim crushed my friend? the son of our neighbor, because his father didn't finish the, the quota of his bricks. Remember my father? How my, my neighbor, they, they stuck him into the wall, they filled him all with bricks, they just kept his face uncovered so that you could hear his face screaming. It's crazy, right? PSS Nanebi is really pushing us to it. Hoi. Kama tsaak al masa levinim ve'atit shalalav. Oi v'avoy li alecha, chaviri ayakar. How much he was screaming for the quota not having been met. Oi, my friend, I feel so bad. So bad for you. Yes, Ari. Did he write, he wrote this while in the Holocaust? No, 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 before, before. But it's interesting. Was it you that brought it up? Someone else brought that up and saying this is crazy because... You think he's writing this in the Warsaw Ghetto. This is written. Uh, if, and then I would think it would be like to give him, but I would think it would be to give him hope. Meaning those people didn't think they were really going to get out Nachon? of here. Well, we have a lot of that back and forth in the Ish Kodesh, which was, which was written in the mm-hmm. Warsaw Ghetto. It's interesting. The waves of hope and despair, you see it there. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But this is before World War II. Mm-hmm. Crazy. This, this kid is stuck in the wall with the last few kochas that he has. He's screaming, help me, help me. I can't take this anymore. He was, he was also calling out to me, his young friend. Remember, this is the kid talking to his father. How awful was it when they put that final brick on him? And his brain exploded and he died. If my mother didn't grab me at that moment and bring me home, I was ready to give my life for him. And they would have crushed me beneath a building. Why didn't Hashem have Rahmanis on him? See, look at one paragraph, right? This is one paragraph. 
of a, of a teur, of a description of what was happening in Egypt. But we don't read, we don't think like this when we're reading Parshas B'Shmos. Why? How many Pesukim is there in Parshas? How many Pesukim is there in the Torah about the Avdus of 210 years? Four, right? <laughs> so the Ishbitzer says, listen, you, you want to live the, 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 the Indian that you keep on saying, everything is Zechel, Itzias, Mitzrayim? Fill in the blanks. It's not too hard. It's sick, but it's not too hard. And this kid is crying to his father, big tears. And his mother grabs him. She grabs her son, she, she, she cuddles him and she kisses him. Listen to me, my precious son. Don't cry. Don't cry. I've taught you since you're a little kid, God is the king of the world, God is the God of the world. The God of Israel is the God. Is God. He created the seas, the ocean, the rivers, the heavens and the earth. He does and drives and leads everything in his, according to the way he wants it to be. Nothing is hidden and concealed from Hashem. Nothing above the face of the earth and nothing beneath the face of the earth. He created everything and he sees it all. And we, all of creations, we're finite. But God is infinite. And since he's so big, we can't understand God's cheshbonus. It's impossible. Finite cannot capture infinity. Finitude cannot encapsulate infinity. Again, it's just another wording of saying, every person is like a baby in comparison to Hashem's chokma. Every person. Any one of the greatest, wisest people that ever lived together with the ministering angels cannot come close to wrapping their heads around why God does what he does. His glory is that no one can understand what he does. You can't understand the good either. And that's, you know, one of the... This, is, this comes up all the time. One of the things I always have to remind myself is that when, when tragedy happens... And I walk around saying, I can't understand what kind of a God would do this. I also say, I can't understand when babies are born. I can't understand when parents love their children and children love their parents. I can't understand friendship. I can't understand sitting here right now, learning the PSS Rebbe in Eretz. I can't understand any of this, you know. I can't understand, I can't understand the good. But you have to make the effort. To what? You have to try. You have to try to understand what Hashem wants of you. You can't understand to try to understand Hashem. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, 
It won't go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. And don't just don't just say you can't understand the bad. You can't understand the good either. That's the point. You can We cannot understand the good. We cannot understand the Baruch Hashem. Each of us will go home now, and there's food in the refrigerator. Some more, some less. We won't question that. That we don't question. <laughs> I just saw. I just saw like the you know the amount Americans need right now. When everybody needs right now to live, it's like not even normal. Like before, you 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 needed two times your income to buy a house. That's how much the house was, and that, now it's yeah. and now it's like has to now it's like six times your income, and it's it's, it's like you know. But somehow or another, like God is just and you don't question. Right, because that's like it, it makes sense, or I deserve it, or I have all these things, and it, and we have you know, and that's with like, you know, besides having to afford the big house, we also have to afford a million other things that our ancestors did never have. right. Fourth line: Re'ena b'ni halo Hashem elokei Yisrael malet kol haolam ve'en pina ve'lo zavita sheloi maleotan. God is filled in the whole world. There's nowhere. There's nowhere where God isn't. Also in this conversation that we're having right now, He's right here. And how could it be we don't see him? In my midst, and in your holy midst, God is there. How could we not know him? Can anyone in their in their human mind grasp this? No. Rak achatlanu laamin boid barach to believe in him. Bli shum chakirot vid chakmut lishmoi derech Hashem without any any philosophy, without any investigations, without being trying to be too smart. Chukavu mishpatav kfiya sheetziva v'mavinu liitzchak. Just like Hashem commanded Avram, Avram commanded Yitzchak, Yitzchak commanded Yaakov, Yaakov levanav. Their children to their children until down here to us. Sure, do you mind? This is driving me crazy. Can we close this? Can we turn on the air? Do you mind? Crazy. This is, a, this is a conversation that a mother is having with her son during the, two, the end of the 210 years of slavery. It's, it's, it's crazy. Filling in the blanks. Ashrecha Israel Hashem. Praiseworthy are you, son, that you're from Bnei Israel, the children of Hashem. Be happy that you married him to, to, to serve him. Af im ra'ita et achzariyut ha-nemivzim al-Bnei Israel, ha-mevazim otam marim et chayem chas v'shalom. Even if you've seen the cruelty of those that are, that are torturing your children. Don't contemplate in your heart why isn't Hashem having Rechmanus on us. It's really eerie that this is before World War II. Mamish eerie. It's like every, every line makes it eerier. And how could it be the king of the world would leave his children to be Hefker and as basically letting the Rishayim be so cruel to us. Do you think God doesn't have thunder to make thunder in the world? Or there is no lightning in the world to basically, you know, uh, <laughs> to zap people and make them into dust. Don't ask. 
אל תאבד את עולמך בני, ואל תהין להרעין אחרי מעשי הקדוש ברוך הוא. If you see צדיק ורע לו, don't ask any questions. Don't ask any questions. כי הקדוש ברוך הוא הוא הרחמן הכי גדול, והכל יכול לעשות כרצונו. God can do anything and he's the most compassionate. מה יקשה לו ומי יכול לעצור נגדו? Who can stop God? What's too hard for God? הוא יתברך אין סוף רחמנותו וגם יכולתו אין סופיות. That he is capable of doing anything and his רחמנות no, has no end. So my son, כל שאלתך היא רק כפי מידת דעתך. Your question is only in accordance to how much you understand. שאין דעתך מבינה זאת, למה לא ריחם עד עתה? You can't understand why didn't God have compassion until now. וכאמור, דעתך ודעתנו אנושיות, ואלוקינו אינסוף. וזאת היא מגדולתו, מה שאי אפשר לנו להשיגו. His greatness is that we cannot, we can't grasp him. אדרבה, גם בשעה שאתה רואה את כל צרותינו וחרפתנו אלו, while you see all this, you see all the bush and the herpa and the tsaris, תיכנה לפני השם ותאמר, submit yourself before God and say, צדיק השם בכל דרכיו וחסיד בכל מעשיו. רק את ליבך שפוך לפניו שילחם עלינו. So the mother is saying to the son, listen, don't sit back and say it's okay, because that's what it means to believe, but it's that I know you're doing all this, Hashem, Please, please, please have Rahman on us. 210 years we've been sunken into Egypt. And after these 210 years, the Egyptians have come to the conclusion, these people are done. It's toast. It's over. Well, forever they'll be our servants, they'll forever be beneath us. But the one who dwells in heaven is laughing. And now that his Ratzon has come, Hashem sent his prophets, and We're not saying, the mother's not saying, it's not true, we're not suffering. She's saying it is true, it is suffering. But now, Hashem, now we also see that Hashem's ratzon has changed. His ratzon until now seems to have been, you didn't have to be under the whip. But now, in the name of Ko'amar Hashem, his, the sons of Amram, the prophets are being sent to us to come and change the story. Ve'lo mitachat ashot levad shel ha'mitzrim. It's not just from beneath the whip of the Egyptian and the acts of the Russia, Hashem is redeeming us. But we're also not only going to stop being slaves, we're also going to stop being polluted by Tuma that we're living in the midst of. Bad culture. Huh? Bad culture. The evil culture, yeah. The Tuma, the culture. You see, today, there's no kivyochol whips necessarily over us, right? But the tumma of Mitzrayim is still you know, all over the world, maybe even more than ever. Maybe even more than ever, I don't know. It, I was walking home, I was walking through, I was staying um, in Los Angeles on Shabbos afternoon, Shabbos, like after, after Musaf. And uh, 
I saw something in a, I saw someone in something, I don't know what it was, I had no idea what this even was, in a car. And I was freaking out. And all my friends were like, what, you never saw that before? I'm like, no. I've never seen any human being like this before in my life. Like, you could just imagine, okay? Just imagine where, because I don't want to, but when, when that's what, you already become more godly, I'm like, this is just, this is what it is. You don't even realize anymore that this is insanity. I couldn't believe it. So the Geul of Mitzrayim isn't just that the Egyptian stops whipping you. It's that you can't live in a, in a certain society that has a total warped concept of what Hashem meant when He said, let us create man in, in my image. America. Mamish. They're leading, it's it's the, the, the leader. They're leading the show today. People aren't even realizing. They don't even realize because it's so it's so ragil. You probably saw this now in your turn. Yeah. And I'm in Florida. You were in Florida last. Florida's supposed to be okay, and then it's. it's I was in Florida. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. No, no, no. Weiter. Yeah. Next line. Never mind. Et roa midotehem vechol tumat nafsham vegufam hagruim meachbarim vanachashim. The evil of their midos and the tumma of their soul and body, which is lower and more more dangerous than rats, than mouse and and and, and snakes. We're gonna shake ourselves off from all this tuma. And Hashem promised us that He's going to come to us from the high heavens and give us His Torah for which He created the whole world. He's going to give us. And through that we will, we will become sanctified. I think like in this in this one paragraph, I think what he's saying to us right now is that you think that that for them, for the Egyptian to stop being sovereign, you know, govern, governing over the Yid was the greatest miracle of that time? It's not. The greatest miracle was that the, the culture that they lived in would stop being the culture that they lived in. That would, that, that's even a greater miracle. That they would be done with the Tumah of Mitzrayim was even a greater miracle than an Egyptian stopping to whip them every single day. How would Viktor Frankl work this out? Think about it. What, what did he say? What was his famous line that he said? Purpose, meaning. Right, meaning like while while the while the guys while I'm online in Auschwitz or whatever, like the one thing the person couldn't take away from me was living for something, living for a purpose. Living. Here, this is what, what purpose? What like the tumah of Mitzrayim infiltrated people's consciousness and, and understanding of why am I what, what am I trying to do? Why am I alive? What's the chazon? What's the vision? What's the purpose? What's the direction? In this one paragraph, the PSS Narebi really brought this to life. At the point of uh, Russian Revolution, they went from Purim to Hanukkah. All the Jews were oppressed. I mean, the situation was absolutely atrocious and crazy, being killed constantly by pogroms and all this stuff. And then the revolution t- happened. 
So that went away. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, at least it stopped being legal. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but then they be- stopped being. They embraced the Russian culture or Soviet culture or whatever. You want so to who say. wins? Exactly. Right. So so what's the victory there? What's the victory there? Nachon. Nachon. What's the victory there? And I listen. We were seeing this to a certain extent here today in Eretz Yisrael. There's this. There's what. When people are marching for democracy, of course there are those that are really doing it mamash l'shem shamayim. I know many of them. For them it's mamash itself. They really believe in the kedusha of chirut in a holy way. But there's plenty of them that they're marching l'shem. No one will tell me that I can't do whatever in the world I want to do to act like an animal, to act, right? So who's... The tangent of yesterday, woman here. Long tangent. Oof. Definitely going to lose some followers from that one. But it's okay. But it, it is interesting to see Israel trying to like, better itself. And then, because otherwise, people coming from America, if they're, coming, if they're going from like, Tuma to Tuma... Chas <laughs> Vashon, right. Then know, why? But like, it's, it's interesting to see Israel becoming... Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, yeah, becoming like, you know, more, to the, more to the right. I feel like Israel is going more to the left and Eretz Yisrael is going more to the left. <laughs> now someone said to me, well, how long have you been living in Israel? I said, Israel is a country. Eretz Yisrael is a, is a, is a, a vote. That, that's, you know, that's why, that's why, that's why I was playing with those words over here. So next, next paragraph, I'm so, I mean, there's so much, ta- I know I haven't stopped today because you see the, there's a flow here of content. I want us to get through his, I want it to get through us. And now the PSS Nerebbe says, now take your visualization to what this Besorah played, how it act, what it did in the, in the hearts and minds of Jewish children. You know, mo- almost every, chi- every single child there either saw their friends being placed in bricks or have, were born into reality where they had zero, zero, zero... <laughs> Belief that any that there is anything else other than this. They they never they never knew of anything else, right? They never knew of anything else. The only thing is, I I would think that parents would be more jaded than the kids because they've seen more and more of this. Than the kids, like, He's ch- he chose a very holy <laughs> holy mother, a holy yeah. holy visionary, <laughs> a very refined mother and father, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, no, just think about it now more and more, the four kashios. Think about Leil Seder now. Think about the psukim in Parshas Bo that explain, you know, we're always like, my God, what a chutzpah child. How could he say such a thing? Why would he think any different? Why would the child that has a question on Avodah Hashem be so assured that there's a different outcome over here? What does he have to work with? He's, say, he's showing us, why would the kid have any other question other than, why are you doing this? Have you, been, have you seen the promises fulfilled yet? Like, when are they asking these questions, the children? Before we're out, right? Before we're out. So, of course, they're going to ask. You don't think we'd ask, these, we'd ask much worse questions? We would tell our parents they're the biggest fools in the world. And they're setting their sons up for the worst failure in the world, the biggest disappointment. Even the Shiloh of the Russia, he's like, it's the most legitimate question that you could imagine based on this reality you just gave us. But this is what's so deep here. He says, and the children, They're different children. 
לא אותם הנדהמים השתקנים הם אשר כעזבים מסובבים. They're not like these stunned, silent kids that are loners. ידיהם כאילו מדולדלות וכל גופם הלך לכל עלה נידף כולו יתכווץ. They didn't become shrunk in Nebuchs anymore. There's this, they hear about this Besorah and they, something about them, literally, the, the difference of shrunk is to, how would you say it is? Big, big. ילדים חיים נעשו, they became alive, וכל אחד לבית חברו רץ. Each kid runs to his friends' house, וחברו לחברו, ובחיפזון מתקבצים יחד בבתים ובשווקים. They're gathering together in homes, in marketplaces, ואלו אל אלו מספרים את אשר סיפרו להם אבותיהם. And each one is saying, did you know what my father told me? And then the other kid says, oh my God, my father told me the same thing. And they're starting, they've never talked like this before, that their parents are sharing with them news that they're about to have a difference in, in their reality. It never happened before. They never had any, any kind of talk like this. ומהם אשר בקולם מצלצל על חבריהם, ניצחו לאמור, כן, השם אלוקי ישראל יבוא אלינו. אני אכירהו תחילה. This is what the Midrash says. Each one says, God's going to come to me. I'm going to know him first. They got so excited. זכורני עוד כשהייתי במדבר לבדי, ומלאך השם האכילני וישכני, and I remember when I was in the desert on my own, and a מלאך came and fed me. Then they ran to their houses again, and they said, Avi, umimi, matai yigalenu, when is it happening? Matai yavo Hashem elenu b'torato? When is Hashem going to come and bring us to His Torah? Lama lo ba hayom? Why didn't He come already? They actually started believing that it was going to happen. Ani rotze liot ben la Kadosh Baruch Hu. I want to be a son to God. Kol asher yitzaveni, kol asher yitzaveni yaseh. Anything He tells me, anything He tells me, I want to, I'm going to do. And his parents answer him, We told you already, We're just in God's reshut. And we're mevutal to his ratzon. We don't know exactly when it's going to be, but we're in his domain. And when he says game on, גיימן. אבל אם כל כך אתם ילדים משתוקקים לגאולתו ולתורתו, but if you're longing so much for his redemption and his Torah, צריכים אתם להתנהג באופן שתתקשרו אליו יתברך לישועתו ולתורתו. Then you need to act in a manner that will prepare you for his Yeshua and for his Torah. Right? That, that's the word תתקשרו, not with a kuf, like you connect, but מלשון הכשרה, right? Preparation. וכולם פה אחד, and everyone together, האב האם, הבנים והבנות, מקבלים עליהם להתחיל מעתה בהנהגה טובה וישרה, ולהתקשר ליום המקווה. And from the moment that Moshe and Aaron came and said, this is going to happen, they started preparing themselves to be people that could be ready for the besor of the geula. What does it sound like we should be doing? Mush. Why, did the Reb, why was the Rebbe so big on learning Hilchus Menachem? I think you think maybe, he's saying maybe, Mashiach is going to come. But what does that mean, Lemaisa? When Hashem will decide, what's the Avodah on me? Prepare myself to live a Geula reality. And that's something that we're working on very strong here. Not enough, it's got to be much more. But it has to be, you know, anyone that's learning in the Pneumius today and is understanding that with the consciousness of what it means to be a from Jew has to be a hachshara for, 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 for geulah, 
for Geula, a personal, intimate relationship with the Kaddish Baruch so that when Mashiach comes, you're not too freaked out and shocked from how close it feels, but you've got to prepare yourself for such a thing. And I was, I was saying over on, on, on Shabbat that, um, you know, like the Yamsuf was one day, but we've really been living in the Yamsuf for about 10 years now because the Iron Dome is nothing but a Yamsuf. Interesting. Like, the, you know, like we were protected right on all sides. Just like, literally, just like now. So we'll be able, when our kids go, our grandkids, you know, ask, well, how do you know the Torah is true? Like, were you at Harsinai? Well, no, I wasn't, but they said over and over and over, from parent to parent to parent. Well, well did you see the sea split? No. But what did I do see? Like, I, there was many Shabbosim, and one of them, for example, on May 12th, over like a thousand rockets were being launched, and we were sitting in a Beit Knesset dancing. <laughs> For us, it's just a given. If you share that story in 100 years from now... Right. Or, and by the way, the Iron Dome, this is, it's worth saying over because it's crazy. The Iron Dome, the inventor of the Iron Dome, his parents were one of the lucky ones who survived the Holocaust. Really? He lives in, he lives in Israel. The inventor of the, the Iron Dome? The inventor of the Iron Dome. <laughs> Oh, he is Israeli, yeah. He's, he's, he's wow. friends with uh, Eitan Shachter's uh, father-in-law. Is like buddies with him. Wow. That's, that's pretty, pretty far out. That's pretty far out. Okay, we ended off on a... Listen, I'm not going... I'm not continuing because it's been like this, right? But he's going to take another <laughs> dive again. So I want to leave the dive for Wednesday. <laughs> and I have a meeting now. I have to stop. But that's like... Thank you. Wow. P.S.S. Nareva, <laughs> he's changing, this, this is just lo yuman, this is unbelievable, I've never seen anyone do this with, with, with uh, Avdus Mitzrayim and Itzias Mitzrayim. Now, you know, this year it's going to be like a very big uh, change when we say, uh, you know, that a person has to see themselves as if they're leaving Egypt. When you have all these details and all these images right. and visualizations in the middle, this avoda becomes much more accessible, much more beautiful, much more tangible. So we'll continue this with Hashem Wednesday morning, all right? Yeshakoyach.